0: Welcome back to episode three of the Peacemakers podcast. I'm Lindsay Hager, your host, and today we have a very special interview with a new friend of mine, Rachel Pritz. Rachel is a certified life coach and also a certified Enneagram coach. Prior to coaching, Rachel spent 17 years in healthcare as a bedside nurse, leader, and executive. She now owns her own coaching and consulting practice. And she has a passion for helping people grow and develop into their full potential. She is an Enneagram 9 and loves sharing her Enneagram journey and how she continues to use it to improve herself and to empower her clients. In this interview, Rachel and I get into how we can use the Enneagram as a tool for self-awareness and growth. Rachel also has a free resource for you that you'll learn about towards the end of the interview. I'm really excited to share this with you, so here we go. so much, Rachel, for coming on today. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, I'm here with Rachel Pritz, and Rachel is a life coach, and she specializes in the Enneagram, and I'd like you to just tell us a little bit more about your experience with life coaching and, and the Enneagram. Here at the beginning of my podcast, I want to provide my listeners with coaches and Resources and counselors that specifically can speak to the Enneagram. And so I'm just excited to have you here and want to just gain some of your expertise, I guess, in life coaching and specifically for our Enneagram Nine friends.
1: So when I decided to become a life coach, I'm a nurse by background. That was not what I expected, uh, but couldn't stop the nudge to kind of go towards that direction. So when I decided to become a life coach, the Enneagram had nothing to do with coach training. I was exposed to that through a different channel. And so as I was learning to be a coach and was in coach training for a year, I got exposed to the Enneagram. So it was interesting because I'd done so many personality tests in my corporate Mm -hmm. hubs that I was a bit of a skeptic, honestly. So when I first got exposed to it, it was about four years ago, somebody said, Hey, I have this personality assessment. I think you would really like it. You love, you know, personal development. And I said, okay. So I you know, took the test and it came back that I was a three, which was somewhat <laughs> not surprising at the time because I was in a big period of growth, but I read it and thought, no, like this, this admiration thing and wanting to be kind of the center of attention. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like that's the opposite of me. So it didn't resonate with me. And some of the other personality assessments, you know, didn't always resonate with me either. Um, So I kind of put it on the, you know, in the drawer and kind of said, okay, yeah, this is, this is not going to be my thing. And while I was, you know, going through coach Mm -hmm. training and just kind of continuously listening to podcasts, trying to grow and develop myself to the best version of myself so I could give it to my clients, I just kept getting nudged. I mean, like every podcast mm-hmm. I listen to is like, hey, have you heard of the Enneagram? And it's like, okay. I mean, I was in a line at Starbucks and somebody turned around and asked me if I'd heard of the Enneagram. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> I guess I need to to circle back. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm really being yeah. nudged to circle back on this thing. I decided I was going to jump in with both feet, independent from my mm-hmm. coaching. So I just jumped in with both feet. And this is all about my own self-discovery and mm-hmm. self-awareness. And so- I uh, read quite a few books. I should probably count them up at some point, but it was a lot. So all sorts of different authors and different thinking around the Enneagram, because there's a lot of different, you know, stances out there. No pun <laughs> um, so I like to expose myself to lots of different leaders mm-hmm. and how they're using it. And so read a lot, did tons of podcasts, and discovered that I was nine. And so it was, a, it was an aha moment. I mean, it was really, I had to pull my car off the side of the road. Uh, listening to the podcast mm-hmm. because a woman was describing my life and it, it was a lot of things that I was just asleep to. Uh, so yeah, so I literally had to pull the car off the side of the road. So for a while, you know, I was still doing my own self-discovery. So, you know, over the next you know, year or so, I was just constantly piecing together. Oh my gosh. Oh, that makes so much sense. This for my childhood makes so much sense. This, my marriage makes so much sense. And so I was really just piecing it together for myself. And then with Mm -hmm. that knowledge, I started just casually, you know, bringing it up to clients and they seemed really interested. So I was kind of having those two things go in two separate directions Mm -hmm. or at least running parallel to Mm -hmm. each other. And it got to a point that it didn't make sense for those not to intersect. So I use the Enneagram with my clients as a starting point for a couple of reasons. Yeah it starts them on that self-awareness journey and it also helps me learn how to mm-hmm. coach them. I work with lots of high achievers, so I happen to get a lot of mm-hmm. Enneagram threes <laughs> and I don't need to give them more goals. There's some people that I do need to say, okay, what's going what's to be your goal for next week? Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll make sure that you, I hold you accountable for that. That's not what I need to do for my three. So those two girls started intersecting and then it just became sort of the backbone of my coaching. So mm-hmm. I start people with that. We get into all sorts of wonderful conversations through learning their type and understanding how they can grow through their type. That's a huge piece to what I do and what I'm doing as a, as a life coach as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, I think I hear myself in your story, obviously because I'm an Enneagram nine also, I think for me, the Enneagram has been like, I didn't pull the car over and stop. And, but it was like that internal, like somebody is speaking directly to my experience. And I've lived so much in my head, like my whole life, set in the background, observed, you know, kind of have all these thoughts, have all these opinions, but, and also just trying to figure out how to show up in the world, how to bring that person to the world has been a huge internal struggle for me. So I feel the same way. Like, hearing how the Enneagram speaks to our motivations. And when I'm reading these books and studying, I'm like, how did we not know about this all this time? I mean, it's been around forever, but I just, I feel almost like a loss that I haven't known about it for my whole life. I know that you and I come from the same philosophy on personal development and self-awareness. It seems like we kind of are on the same page Learning about ourselves and becoming aware of how we interact in the world and how we show up, I mean, that's kind of the starting point for growth. That's the starting point for, you know, improving our lives. It sounds like you're saying, saying the same thing with your clients, you're helping them like go inward to find out who they are. And then that's a starting point for that growth moving forward. Tell me more about that growth because I I just, I know that that's a focus of yours and and how you would help somebody grow using the Enneagram.
1: Yeah. So I actually have a personal mission statement and it's to grow and develop people into their full potential. So truly my core is wanting people to get unstuck and to reach Mm -hmm. their full potential. So one of the parts of the Enneagram that I love is the levels of development. So that is a big part of what we talk through. And they do a lot of, you know, just self-rating through the levels of development, which I think is really helpful to to have them see where they are and then to see where they can get. I think that's the key part. So, like, I always call that the healthy section, hashtag goals, right? This is where we all (laughs) want to live. Most of my clients um, in the corporate space live in the average space. So, you know, most of us are just going through the motions. So I, I think you know, outside of just telling people, "Hey, I want you to be the best version of yourself," mm-hmm. you know, that feels pretty daunting and broad. And for most of us, we need it to be articulated in a specific way for us mm-hmm. to really see that's possible. So the levels of development are big. That's something I use in my own personal life. Is just mm-hmm. checking in on most days. I check in on the levels of development and say, "Where did I land yesterday?" And you know, how did I wake up? How did I go to sleep? And how can I? get back up into that healthy level if I wasn't already there. Mm. So I think that's a big piece uh, with growth. And then also just, you know, some of the discovery of the arrows and, and where you go in stress, I think that's huge in our culture in America. I think we've normalized stress and many of us are just living in stress. Mm-hmm you know, I coach, like I said, a lot of high achievers and they'll be confused about their type at times because they're describing who they are Mm -hmm. on a regular basis, but that's them living in stress. So I think that's huge to recognize when and how you show up in stress. So you can call a timeout and say, what's happening in my life and how can I put some things into place, maybe set some, some new healthy boundaries or whatever that would look like for that particular client to get out of that stressful situation. And then I think just, just having them go back throughout their life and, and you know, once I knew the Enneagram and understood all of it and I could go back throughout my life and say, oh my gosh, I did that. And that was a period of growth. And yes, I looked like a three. I mean, I just think there's so many advantages to going back throughout your life and to pointing out where, how far you have come, you know, from from where you were when you were 20 years old or whatever age, you know, mm-hmm. you go back to. so. I think that's, those are the biggest things that I use for clients and the things that they find a lot of value in.
0: Mm -hmm. Now for Enneagram Nines and for my listeners, when I'm speaking about Enneagram Nines, I'm always going to be speaking kind of through my own lens, but bringing in the knowledge that we're getting from our coaches and from Enneagram coaches and from life coaches and just from the work that we're doing together as we take this journey together as Enneagram Nines growing. So. I guess I, I want to say to my listeners that when I'm showing up and, and sharing my own experience, um, it may not exactly pertain to you. So my experience, like I'm starting a podcast, so you may you may be out there and be like, oh, that doesn't sound like growing at all to me. That sounds like horrible. But for me, that's like a huge step for me. And that's taking a step forward and putting myself out there in a way that I never thought that I could. So I want you to be thinking as you're growing and as you're, you're looking ahead, like what is just that one step forward I can take? So Rachel coming back to you, like, because I'm, I'm looking at some of your videos, you do this Monday morning, like what's your Monday morning? Pep talk. Yeah. Your pep talk. Like you, you get on yeah. Instagram yeah. and you're like, Hey, this is Rachel. And here's my pep talk. Like I love stuff like that. And I'm a nine with a one wing. So I love like that structure of here's your quick nuggets of of truth. And here's kind of some action steps. How do you use that type of approach with your clients?
1: Yeah. So I actually call them turtle steps. (laughs) So a lot of, especially nines, I think struggle with this, but a lot of people struggle with feeling stuck. So when they're feeling overwhelmed, it really doesn't matter what your Enneagram type is. They don't know what Mm -hmm. to do next. And we often think we have to do something really big to change our lives drastically. And what we really need is just to take a small turtle step and then take another small turtle step, right? And so I really focus in on that, especially when they're in that part of the change cycle where they're really feeling like they don't know what end is up. It's not time to get your job, leave your spouse, you know, all these things that kind of run through our minds because we're so uncomfortable that we just Mm want to do anything to get out of where we're at. I think that's a big piece to it is just taking, you know, the next right step uh, may not even be the right step, but the next mm-hmm. step that you think is right at that time.
0: Exactly. Giving ourselves like a lot of grace, I can get stuck in my head very quickly. I have a a recorder in my head of these thoughts that I've thought for, for years and years and years. So as a peacemaker, I've thought, um, I need to show up in this relationship in this way because that's how I'm going to keep the peace with this person. I think that's what I want... My listeners to understand is that we can change our brain and these messages that we have developed over time. And a lot of it's from our childhood, a lot of it's from just, you know, messages we picked up. But as an Enneagram Nine, there's some pretty like unifying beliefs that we have. If we look into the Enneagram and see like those
1: core fears and core
0: desires. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we're living through that lens of core fear that we might have or that desire for connection. So I want my listeners to know more about that, how to take a new belief and fit it with their Enneagram type. So as a nine, my desire is for connection or my fear is to be separated or you know, lose that connection. Like what would be an example you could give us of maybe how to change our mindset or how to just move in that new direction of a new mindset? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that makes total sense. So this is where the life coach training and certification intersects so nicely with the Enneagram, which is what I love because the Enneagram seems to be interwoven in a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Growth mindset is one of those, but something that we do in life coach training and what I do in my practice is Mm -hmm. thought inquiry. So when people have a thought, we really narrow down into what the true limiting belief is or the most painful thought Mm -hmm. is. And then we question Mm -hmm. it. Our brains are capable of lying to us. Our bodies are not. Mm -hmm. And if we are healthy and not disassociated with our bodies as nines, we know what our bodies are telling us. So that was a huge win for my own journey is to listening to my body versus my brain And then just question my thinking. Is it true? I think that's a really Mm -hmm. powerful question. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Can you absolutely know that that is true? And sort of changing those uh, neural pathways in that way. I also think when you look at the Enneagram, because it does give us a clear growth path, especially with, you know, lines and arrows with those wings. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a nine with a eight wing. And so we're like a unicorn, right? (laughs) You know, like, you know. We're not assertive. We are assertive. And so I just have learned to flip that switch on and off because I've learned when mm-hmm. it serves me. So I think of us being Enneagram nines as that's our personality, but I also think it is, it's our life strategy. And when our life strategy isn't working anymore for us, then we change it. And so me being in leadership yeah. and leading large teams in our organization, avoiding conflict or things that were uncomfortable just wasn't going to be possible in order for me to be successful. So I trained my brain to tap into that eight wing and turn it on when I needed to, but then be able to turn it off as well. That's been a journey because you can turn it on in its unhealthy aspects. So I think I had to really be careful with that. And there were times that Mm -hmm. I did that. And so um, that's something that I work a lot with clients with too. Okay. Let's try this on, turn this part of your potential personality on, see what happens. Maybe it's not going to work but let's see what happens because right now what you're doing is not working yeah. for you. So when it no longer serves us, we need to find a different way.
0: So this Enneagram is like spreading across the country. It's been around forever. You know, I'm meeting some people that, you know, live in the United Kingdom or live the different States and it, it's spreading, becoming very popular. It's becoming also popular kind of like in a Instagram meme kind of way we're finding connection through a funny meme or a joke or, you know, this and that. But what I want is for, for us to start using that as like, okay, that's a starting point. That's good, but let's go to the next step. So if someone was out there and maybe they've just discovered that they're a peacemaker, maybe they're like, oh gosh, they're like you like, oh gosh, I am a nine. And yes, this is how I show up in the world. And it kind of feels yucky. What's their next step? Should they reach out to a coach? What do they do next?
1: Being a coach, I think coaches can expedite that work. A trained coach that's really been trained in the Enneagram, I think that they can help you along in that journey. But I also think there's so much self-reflection that's needed. And there's a lot that you can do on your own. So I would say, look at some reputable resources and start doing some work. I mean, some of the more mainstream books like Road Back to You is a great starting point. And, you know, I tell people while they're discovering themselves, uh, there's a lot of mistyping that goes on too. So, so read about all the types. That was the beauty of my journey is that I didn't know what my Mm -hmm. type was. And so I had to read and discover about all the types And there's so much grace that comes with that for people that completely changed my life and how I view other people and how I also depersonalize their behavior. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if somebody's acting in a certain way, I'm like, oh gosh, they're probably just an Enneagram eight and I can Mm, have grace, you know, before it's like, what a jerk I'm going to withdraw and go sit (laughs) in the corner. So I think there's so much value there. But yeah, like I said, I do think that getting some factual information from somebody that is trained is really helpful. I do see some people um, that have been exposed to the Enneagram for a while Mm over-identifying with their number. So it's like, I'm a nine, Mm -hmm. I'm a nine. That's all they, that's all they can see. And there's so much more to it than just the number that you have, you know, been tagged with. And I also really you know, think that's what differentiates the Enneagram is that it's not the right. you in a box. It's just saying, hey, here's the box over here. We've taken the lid off and we've cut off the sides. We want you to get out. Uh, it's just a critical right. piece to it. That is being missed on Instagram. Don't get me wrong. Some of these memes and some of the stuff is hilarious. It's, it's a ton right. of fun. But as it kind of, like you said, kind of infiltrates all these different areas across our country and in other countries, I think that there's going to be even more need for people that are truly trained in it and can unleash the full power of it and not have it be a limit factor for us.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So I want my listeners to know um, where they can find you and on Instagram, your Indie, Enneagram, in. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. And so we're going to put that in the show notes, but your website is rachelpritz.com. Tell us more, like if someone wanted to reach out to you for a coaching session or um, anything else regarding um, how they can get in touch with you.
1: Sure. So on Instagram, if you're on Instagram, there is a, a link in my bio that you can set up a 20 minute discovery call. That's just an opportunity for us to talk about what you are looking for as a client and then to also make sure that we would both be a good fit and then to talk through some of those logistics things and what, what that could look like moving forward. You can also do that on my website. So pretty quickly when you uh, log in, you can see an opportunity for a free clarity call. I'm not a sleazy salesperson. Mm -hmm. I don't think too many Enneagram nines. So, so I'm like, you know, it's just, it's really just a genuine conversation and if it doesn't work out, no worries. So, you know, no, no problem. And just, yeah, it's an opportunity to kind of um, help us make sure that it's a good fit, because I always tell people that too, I'm not going to be a fit for every single person out there. So make sure you, you search and find a good
0: fit. Yeah, that's good. Is there anything else you'd like to share with my audience before we leave or a resource or anything that they can have that could help them on their journeys?
1: Yeah, so I sent you a priorities worksheet that I do with clients, not just with Enneagram Nines, but I think it's really helpful for nines. It was helpful for me. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just identifying what your priorities are. And Mm -hmm. so then you can commit your time to those priorities instead of procrastinating and and doing stuff that isn't valuable or isn't needed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I think that's a helpful worksheet for people just to walk through on their own, just to say, here's where I am today. Here's where I want to be. How am I going to get there? Um, and how can I schedule time around five or six priorities and make sure, you know, I'm, I'm energized around those. That's
0: awesome. Well, I just want to thank you so much for, um, talking with me today and and all the resources and information you've offered to our audience. Um, I'm going to put all of your information in the show notes. And also if our listeners would like to check out your resource or your your website, all of that's going to be listed for everyone in the show notes. Okay. Thank you so much, Rachel. (laughs) I <laughs> always
1: love talking about it at Ernie Graham Nye, so this Thank is fun. you.
0: If you aren't already a part of our Facebook community, it's called Enneagram Nine Stories. And this is an exclusive community just for type nines. So over there, we're supporting each other as nines. We ask questions. um, We're gaining more insights into ourselves as type nines. And also we're discussing further the topics that we talk about here on the podcast. So if I don't see you there, I'll chat with you more in the next episode. Thanks.